0: Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Well, thank you everybody for waiting for me. I understand there's been can-can dancing and all kinds of things that's been going on, crazy things. Can I just, before I get, get into it... Um, obviously, uh, thanks for waiting. For those who don't know I am, I'm Christian. I'm one of the pastors here. And uh, I've just been over at our Ilkeston campus. And they have sent, honestly, you needed to be there. The love, when I said, I'm coming over to Mansfield. And can we send greetings from Ilkeston? There was a rapturous, you know, like, where? Yeah. And there was a round of applause. So can you do the same? Because... Would you? Would because you, I'm going to go back there at some. Obviously, at some point, would you send greetings now to the Elkiston guys? Is that a? Yeah. I think you're even better. I think you're even in louder than the Elkiston mob. As I said, it has been a bit of a not a supermarket dash. It's been a church dash this morning, and uh, I was going to come across and Josh, Josh. happened to say to me whilst. I was uh, coming across. Why don't I uh, just share a, f- a few thoughts? And I'm going to do that. And this morning, I want to. I want to just talk uh, for a few minutes around the whole thought of a door, okay? A welcome mat and a gift. And the inspiration for this, I guess, has really come from. Um, I was watching, and 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 if you ever want to just have a you know, kill a, a good half an hour. Click on our website because. Under arenachurch.co.uk, there's a a pop-down thing that says media, and there's some great videos that's on there, and you've seen a great video today around the gift, and uh, you've had great spoken word. We have a lot of very talented, creative people. But there's one video that always grabs my attention around Christmas, for those who can remember it, and it was when the kids enacted the Christmas story. There was like little kids as Joseph and Mary and the shepherds and whatever. And I was watching it a couple of months ago and I thought, there's my inspiration. And the inspiration was this because what basically happened was they enacted that Joseph and Mary were knocking on the doors and there was no room at the inn. You know the story, yeah? Yeah. And uh, I'd started to think about that, and I thought, that's quite interesting. In fact, we'll read it together. I think it should come up on the screen in Luke in chapter 2. It says that while they were there, that's in Bethlehem, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in cloths, and she placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. There was a knocking on the doors through the inns. We've all been to the kids' presentations, haven't we? Where there's been a knock at the door and the innkeeper said, Sorry, not today. And then they've wandered off and then they've knocked again on the door. No, not today. But there was one inn that opened up their door for them. And so, as I say, I want to talk about a door, a welcome, and a gift. But before we get to the door, I want to talk about the welcome mat, if I may, because I don't know about you, but at our house, it actually doesn't say welcome, welcome on it like this one, uh, which is very nice, actually. And thanks to Liv and the guys for just pulling all this out of the bag. But, you know, there's a, there's a mat which signifies of a welcome, I want to tell you today, if you're a guest here, you're incredibly welcome to Arena Church. We love the fact that you're here. We love the fact that you've come out on this um, crazy Sunday morning when everybody's going to Tesco and everybody's going to Sainsbury's. I mean, what is it about people and and Christmas? You you do know the supermarkets are going to be open on Wednesday, or is it Thursday? They're, They're open again. They're not shut down for three weeks. But it seems like everybody just goes absolutely, absolutely crazy. But you have made it here, and it's your first time here. You're welcome. If it's your hundredth time, you're welcome. You know, we, are, we have a value here in Arena Church that we welcome everybody. And what I see about this story of Christmas, and I want to try and help you to just understand that a little bit more through these visual uh, images of a welcome mat. You see, what actually happened here was that God opened up there. The doors of heaven and welcome mankind to himself again that's what's basically happened and I'm sorry Dan's here who gives me a little bit of vocal thing so I haven't done my warm-ups Dan but I'm going to get passionate is that anybody happy for me to get passionate here I'm passionate about the fact that God came to earth in the form of a baby and provided a welcome for everybody. Listen to me. If you're rich, you are welcome. If you are poor, you are welcome. If you are black, you are welcome. If you are white, you are welcome. If you are young, you are welcome. If you're old, you are welcome. If you're male, you are welcome. If you are female, you are welcome. Everybody is welcome. And I love the fact that we, yeah, if we're going to do it, let's do it properly, okay? And I love the fact that the Christmas story is not just something about this little baby. It was a welcome of the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he says, you know what? You don't have to be the brightest. You saw it on the video. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the cleverest. The welcome is for everybody, it actually says in Luke in chapter Luke in chapter 2 and verse 10 it says but the angel said to them do not be afraid because i bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people <laughs> today in the town of david a savior has been born to you he is the messiah the lord this is good news that will bring great joy for all people josh The welcome mat is open from heaven. Listen to me. The welcome mat is open to you from heaven. It's welcoming. It's welcoming you. And this church has a welcome mat. Actually, Terry Connor, who does all our carpet fitting, he's put lovely mats down there. They don't have the words welcome on them. But every time you come through those doors, I want you to think about that welcome mat that you rub you. It says, welcome to you. Don't let this be the only time that you come to church. Why don't you come again? Because the welcome mat is there. But every welcome mat, there's also a door. And this is a door, whether you realise it or not. The guys have been creative. they put a nice wreath. I'm going to do a straw poll here. We've got a wreath on our house and it's like this. Caroline knows where I'm going. Um, but I wanted to put some lights on our wreath. Okay, and she said, no, you're not doing that, okay? So because I'm a dutiful husband, I didn't do it. But I want to do a straw poll. Who thinks that this wreath would look better with some nice little lights? Put your, ha- put your hands up. Yeah. Caroline, just stand up. This is my lovely wife. Just stand up. Keep your hands up. Just stand up. Yeah, there. yeah. Come on, look around. You're outvoted, okay? Arena Church Mansfield says, I can put some lights on the wreath. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't tell much to please me. Okay. But this is a door. And there was a door that Mary and Joseph were knocking on. And there was no room for them. But there was one door that opened up to them. I had the privilege of representing Arena Church a number of years ago at 10 Downing Street. Yeah. I've got a picture of me on the front door and some facetious people posted comments like KT for PM and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Let me tell you, I don't think I fancy being the Prime Minister at this particular junction. But it's interesting, doors. Doors fascinate me because I often wonder what's happening behind that door. Behind closed doors, stuff happens. Both positive positive. And unfortunate at times, negatively. But doors fascinate me. Big doors, small doors, clean doors, dirty doors, barn doors, fancy doors. All kinds of doors. But you know what? There's a door that opened up to us at Christmas. It really did. And this door was sent from heaven. And there is a doorway there. There is a doorway that is opening up even to you this morning a doorway. Yes to you, sir. Yes to you, madam. There's a doorway. And there's three things when I was thinking about doors that I really focused on. The first thing, and I'll do the big reveal. Hopefully they're on here. They've done a cracking job. Yeah. Okay. This is great. I'm going to end up pulling it all off, actually. Here we go. This is great. Doorways, for me, signify hope. Because You know, there's some doorways that open up to you and you might be in the midst of a crisis and difficulties and then something just happens and it's like a doorway and it creates hope where there was once hopelessness. You know, you might be in hopelessness today and I've realized this society is devoid of hope. (laughs) Men and women are devoid of hope trying all kinds of things to try and fill the void that only God can fill. Listen to me carefully. Only God can fill the emptiness of your heart. And he provided a doorway of hope for you. And it's available to you. And we've heard about it this morning. The second thing that doorways for me signify, which I love, is that there is a change. And the doorway of heaven provided hope. And the doorway of heaven provided a way of change. There was a change. You know, there's some people who would stand up today. I know you would. And you'd say, you know what? Jesus has changed my life. If that's you, just give me a wave. Uh, yeah. Jesus has changed my life. Yes. <laughs> Where I was once meandering and wandering and lost and just, you know, figuring it out. And normally Christmas time is not a great time. And, you know, oh, now you have hope because the changes come to your heart and this is the doorway that God opens up to us and this is the doorway that we see in the Christmas story but thirdly it gives us a brand new opportunity I was talking to somebody yesterday and uh, Isaac was having a basketball session I was talking to one of the dads interesting you know people want to know your story and uh We just need to tell people the story without getting crazy of what Jesus has done. And I was talking to this guy who's not a Christian, in fact, not a church goer at all. And uh, I started to talk to him about some of the things that we do because he was asking. And one of the things I was talk to him about was children and young people. You know, we have a value here at Arena Church that everybody is a somebody and we place value on every particular age group, every particular person. Like I said to you, whether you're rich or poor, it's it's irrelevant to me. You could be the wealthiest man in Mansfield, I don't give a rip. And you could be the poorest person in Mansfield, I don't give a rip. I'll just take you as you are. Hello? I'll just take you as you are. I just think you're great as you are. But what I love about the value of Arena Church is that we create opportunities for little ones. Yeah. And I just want to declare it over you. We've got families here because I know it's a crazy, mad time for you. It really is. And they're dead out. They're, they're, like, they're, like, they're like, they've had all the M&Ms in one go, aren't they? They're just like, they've got that much E in them. They're just ramped up. I can see John and Margaret are like it as well. They, you don't give them too many E's. Know, I've known John and Margaret for years, full of passion and full of life still. And... Uh, I understand some of you have got children. It's a busy, crazy time. But let me just ask you to speak over your children opportunity. To speak something of God over their lives. We believe in opportunity. I believe that every child, what is the point of dreaming small? If you're going to dream, you may as well dream big. So every child here, can I encourage you, whether you understand me or not, to dream big. Because God provides a doorway of opportunity. And I believe that some of our kids are going to be the most blessed kids in their school. They're going to be the most blessed kids in their football teams. They're going to be most blessed kids in their careers. Can I hear a big amen? Opportunity. And the same for you. For the children, we speak over you. It's a doorway of hope. It's a doorway of change. It's a doorway of opportunity. I'm going to take a verse out of context, but I'm allowed to. And I want to show you this verse in Revelations chapter 3 and verse 20. I say I'm allowed to because it's Jesus actually speaking to the church. I understand that before anybody comes and speaks to me at the end. But it may be that you're here today and you're needing this message of welcome. You, you want some hope. You need a change. You feel like you've never had an opportunity This is what the Bible says. Let's read it together. This is Jesus saying, He says, Here I am. Jesus is here today. Here I am. And I'm going to personalize it to you. I stand at your door and knock. If you can visualize your front door, that's fine. Let's talk about the, the, the heart door, the door of your heart. I stand at your heart door. whatever you want to do, listen to me. He's trying to get your attention. And for some of you, even in this moment, you're like, whoa, what's happening to me? It's God. He's knocking on your door. And he says, listen to me. If you hear my voice and you will open up this door of your heart, Jesus says, I'll come in. My goodness, this is good news. Richard, this is good news. I'll come in. And I'll come and eat with you. I'll I'll fellowship with you. I'll surround you with my love, my joy, my peace. Just open up your heart to me. And this is what heaven did. Heaven opened a door. And as we allow him to come in, and as we open up the door... There is something that significantly happens because behind the door lies a gift. Behind the door lies a gift. And very quickly, in the final five minutes that I have with you, I want to try and help you to understand the gift. I'm sorry, guys. It's not a gift of an iPad. It's not a gift of a new frock, ladies. Not a gift of a new tie. Thank God, men. Okay. It's not a new bike. It's not a set of weights. It's not an iPad. It's not a... I'm sorry, Josh. It's not a new Xbox and PlayStation or... It's not those kinds of things. This gift is far more precious than that. Because heaven provided a welcome mat at the, front, at the door of your heart to open up and behind the door lies the gift. And it's the gift of Jesus. It's the gift of Jesus. Oh, I wish you would just step into this Jesus. For some of you who don't know him. The greatest gift that you could give him is putting your trust in him. Yeah. The greatest gift you, you, you would give me today, not because you want to do it for me, is that you step in without emotion, but just, yeah, I'm going to put my trust in Jesus. Yeah. That would be the greatest gift you could give this pastor today. Because I know it's the gift that will change your life. The gift of Jesus. The gift of Jesus. Because in Jesus there are three things. Very quickly, there's the gift of the forgiveness of sins. We've all messed up. We've all got it wrong. I won't want you looking in my head at times. I won't want you knowing my past at times. It's shameful. I'm a shamed man. And so are you. Because the Bible says we've all sinned. And we've all fallen short of God's requirements and best. And there's only one way that we can get rid of our sin. It says there, as we confess our sins. As we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all the stuff in our hearts. This is the gift that He offers us, a forgiveness of sins. Secondly, it's a gift of eternal life. Of eternal life. Anybody here navigating death with a loved one, You're only able to do it confidently and peacefully because you know where they're going to be. Eternal life. Let me be very, very clear and honest with you. It's not to scare you. The fool says in his heart there is no God and the fool says there is no heaven and no hell. Let me tell you, they are realities. It's eternity. Are we going to spend it with him or without him? And this is what the doorway provides, a way for us to spend eternity with him. Everlasting life, eternal life with Him. This is the offer that He promises to Him. And what I love about the story of the Bible is we see even the criminal on the cross, <laughs> who would really deservingly of his punishment, said to God, "Will you? You know, well, can I be with you?" He said, "This." Jesus says to him, as He hung with Him, "This day you will be with Me in Paradise." And the promise of the gift is eternal life. But there's another promise. And this is what I pray for you. There's a promise of peace. I've already touched on it. Of peace. In the midst of storms. If you're facing a storm today. I want to tell you. God is here. And it won't make sense. Because the Bible says he's the prince of peace. And he will surround you with his peace. I get a sense as I come in here now. There's some people who need some peace. You're sick and tired. You're tired. You're worn down. You're weary. Peace to you. As you open the door to Jesus. And some of you need a good dose of joy, like Joanna has, because she's like Tigger, which is why we love her so much. Nathan sometimes says, Oh, just calm it down a little bit, Joanna, but she just keeps going for it. A dose of joy. And it's not joy that's in the moment. It's not joy because I've got a lot of presence. It's not joy because everything's going right. It's that deep down in our hearts joy that even in the midst of challenges, we have joy in our hearts. This is the promise. If you will open up your hearts to God, I want to tell you, peace and joy will fill your hearts. It will fill your hearts. Let's read this together just one last time. The kids have been amazing. John three sixteen. Or look at the screens for a minute. Because this tells you about the gift. For God so loved. In some versions it said, for God so, so loved the world, or so much loved the world. He so loved you. Personalize it to you. For God so loved you. That he sent Jesus. He gave Jesus. That whoever believes in him, Listen to me carefully. Just all look at it. Believing in him, as you open up your, the doorway of your heart, you say, I believe in you. I believe in you. I put my trust in you. And the promise is, you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life. At the end, we have some gifts. for some people who say, you know, I, know, I want to put my trust in Jesus. And in here, there's some chocolate. yeah. That's just going to help you to get fatter, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, or me to get fatter. There's a notepad and pen, but in the middle of it, there's a Bible. And this Bible, I believe, as you read the pages of this book, shoo, you're going to find Jesus. You're going to find Jesus. You're going to find the welcome. You're going to find the door. You're going to find the gift. Not just the image of the little twee story of Christmas, but you're going to find the living reality of Jesus. And that is my prayer for you. Can I pray with you? Can I pray for you?